Hello, my name is Hercule Lint, and I run a successful rice paper business in Thetford, but I've always wanted to be a broadcaster. Whilst attending John Dredge's £20,000 radio training course, John himself offered me the chance to introduce this latest instalment of his Nothing To Do With Anything show, and I'm only paying him an additional £5,000 for the privilege. So here it is, ladies and gentlemen, episode two of the John Dredge Nothing To Do With Anything show. You've paid me, have you? Yes. Right, well, thanks very much. You can go now. something. I'm John Dredge and later on in the show I'll be making this sound. Today's programme comes to you from a Burgon dispensing plant in Frinton, owned by the man standing next to me now, Mr Herman Goatsheep. Sorry, can I correct you there, John? My full name is Herman Goatsheep, but the is silent. I do beg your pardon, I didn't realise that... Who was that just then? That was Len Cubes, another of my radio training course students. In return for a small fee of hundreds of thousands of pounds, I'm allowing him to say various words throughout my programme, which will enable him to gain valuable radio... Experience. Anyway, Mr Goat Sheep, do tell us about this Burgon dispensing plant of yours. Well, we manufacture Burgon dispensers for the whole of the area, or to put it backwards... I see. And how many people work here? Approximately myself. So it's a small business? Yes, mainly because there's not much demand for Burgon dispensers around here, or anywhere else for that matter. I suppose that's because nobody actually knows what a Burgon dispenser is. Exactly. (laughs) I certainly don't. Well, thank you for letting us record today's show here anyway. No problem, John. (laughs) We're not doing a lot else, to be honest. And now it's time for Dear Dredge. Here's an email from Don Durbridge of Derbyshire, who writes, Dear Dredge, I wonder if you or your listeners might be able to help me, as I have recently become slightly odd. The other day, for example, I found myself running up and down the street shouting the word biscuits. I attach a recording of this unfortunate episode. odd, I think you'll agree. Well, we've invited Mr Durbridge into the studio today to discuss the problem. Hello, Mr Durbridge. Biscuits! Sorry, hello. Now, Don, I can see that you're definitely slightly odd because you've got a live cow strapped to your head, haven't you? That's right, John, I have. That must be very uncomfortable. Well, yes, it is, but it was a lot worse when I had three cows strapped to me head. I've been trying to cut down as part of a calorie-controlled diet. Yes, and I believe that spectacular bovine reduction came about as a direct result of the personalised nothing to do with anything show becoming less slightly odd program we set up for you didn't it no oh. 
right, Muriel, I'm on the radio. Well, perhaps someone listening can help you. Could you give us another example of how slightly odd you've become? Fish. Well, that's certainly a slightly odd thing to say. Fish again. And there we are. So, if anyone thinks they can help Mr Durbridge, they can phone in now on this number. 20. Thank you, Len. This is BBC None, where now it's time for another edition of Whose Sideboard Is This? Presented by Bernie, gets paid a tremendous amount of money for no good reason. And on the panel tonight is a man who's always on television, yet nobody knows why, Dermot O'Leary. Next to him is someone who's on television so much he's actually on our panel twice, Dermot O'Leary. And finally, a man who's on television so much he's the third panellist as well, yes, it's Dermot O'Leary. Well, hello there, Dermots. Nice to have you all on the show yet again. Without further ado, may we have this week's sideboard, please? And for the listeners at home, here's our mystery voice. Hello. Thank you, mystery voice. Now, does anyone on the panel have any idea whose sideboard this is? No? No? No. Well, now, if I open the sideboard, you'll see that hiding inside is this week's special guest, politician and well-known sideboard owner, Boris Johnson. Boris Johnson, I'm very, very happy that I was Yes, <laughs> yes, I see, yes, yes. Yes, yes, yes. But what Boris doesn't know is this week we've introduced a new section of the programme which we've called Blow Up Your Sideboard. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's all from Boris for the time being. But join me, along with Dermot, Dermot and Dermot, for more celebrity sideboards next week. Or don't. In fact, now I come to think of it, I wouldn't bother. Just go out for a walk or something. Well, that's the end of part one of the Nothing To Do With Anything show. Join me after the break for part two. All right, I will. Yes, thank you, Len. Are you worried about winter, the freezing cold, the astronomical heating bills? Then why not set fire to your house with new KTEL matches? Just one application to any flammable material and... Also kills 99% of all known germs. I was struggling to meet the cost of living on a meagre pension when a friend recommended new KTEL matches. It took just one application and... Now I live much more comfortably with my son. I was having trouble with my neighbours who insisted on playing loud music in the middle of the night. Then I discovered new KTEL matches and... Now they've had to move. New KTEL matches. Why not light up someone's home today? Nothing to do with anything show presents The Case of the Thing That Happened. My name is Inspector Something of Scotland Yard. 
One morning I was in police headquarters, reclining on my KTEL recliner, when I was faded down prematurely to make way for the sound effect of a door opening. Inspector? Ah, my assistant, Constable Lurgons. Oh, so that's who I am. You never cease to amaze me, Inspector. What is it, Constable? Well, you'll never believe this, but someone has stolen all the world's artichokes. Good God, that's terrible. I know, but it's the only plot we've got. Who would do such a thing? I've no idea, but I suspect it could be the artichoke-stealing gang of New Malden. Ah, yes. Didn't they do the same thing last year? Yes, but back then they were calling themselves not the artichoke-stealing gang of New Malden which put us right off the scent. But why artichokes? Like my broken calculator, it doesn't add up. Well, Gav, my theory is this. When people start to miss their artichokes, this gang will start selling them at a hugely inflated price and make a fortune. Do we have any witnesses to the theft? Just the one, a Mr James Stomachs, an artichoke farmer from New Malden. I've brought him in for questioning. Damn these newfangled policing methods. All right, where is he? He's in this witness box. Well, don't just stand there. Open the yeah, what's your game? Mr Stomachs, I must warn you that you remain under caution and anything you say will be taken down and used in evidence against you. Oh. Constable, take down the word O and use it in evidence against him. Right you are, Gov. Mr Stomachs, where were you on the night of the great artichoke theft? I was farming as usual when this gang turned up and stole my artichokes. Could you describe them? Round and green. And what about the gang? Well, they looked a lot like artichoke thieves. Just as I thought. Come along, Constable. You and I are going to New Malden. How do you spell O? That linking music wasn't nearly long enough. We haven't got there yet. Don't worry, Gov. I have composed a longer piece of incidental music for just such an occasion. Yes, composing music links for detective serials isn't really your forte, is it, Constable? What? I'll have you know my linking music is number two in the charts. Oh, really? What's number one? the music BBC Two uses on undersea documentaries. Never mind the music BBC Two uses on undersea documentaries, Constable. Here we are in New Malden. And there, if I'm not mistaken, is the secret hideout of the artichoke-stealing gang. All right, artichoke-stealing gang, we know you're in there. Throw down your artichokes and come out with your hands up. Okay. Ah, crushed by artichokes. That was episode one of The Case of the Thing That Happened, starring several people. The special artichoke effects were created by Industrial Light and Artichokes. The producer was not much good. Wasn't that exciting? And we have one of the cast with us now, Sir Leonard Carp. Sir Leonard, remind us again what part you played. I played Jaws, the goldfish in the tank at police headquarters. 
Was that a non-speaking role? Yes, but to make it as realistic as possible, I installed myself in a fish tank and swam around in it for several hours. I also appeared very briefly in the second half as a dead mouse. Was that a non-squeaking role? Yes, it may have seemed as if I was doing very little, but in fact I was acting four times as much as everyone else, as you can see from this actometer here. Of course, Sir Leonard, you've been on our screens for many years, so let's have a look at you in one of your most popular roles. Who do you think you are kidding, Mr Hitler? If you think we're on the run We present Dad's Always On Television with lots of people who don't need to be paid anymore. Now, men, today is a very important occasion. This marks the 20,000th repeat of this episode. They're repeating it again now, they, sir? They are indeed, Wilson, at this very moment, in fact. Do you think that's altogether wise, sir? I mean, the viewers must be bored out of their minds with it by now. That's just the sort of talk I've come to expect from you, Wilson. Permission to do the old duffer routine yet again, sir? Oh, very well, Jones. I'd also like to volunteer to be the person that says the same thing every week, sir. They don't like it up, sir. They don't like it up. I'd like to volunteer to be the stereotypical miserly Scotsman, sir. You already are, Fraser. May I be excused, sir? Excused? Bad impression of Private Godfrey? Whatever for? Well, I've been in this episode so many times, I I'm rather fed up with it, sir. Might way? Might way for his reverend? Really, Mr. Yateman, if you want to continue as Verger, you'll have to stop overacting, or we'll get someone else to play your part. Overacting? I don't know what you mean, your reverence. Hello, Mannering here. What? Good heavens. What on earth's the matter, sir? It's the BBC. They're replacing the repeats of Dad's army with the repeats of It Ain't Half Hot, Mum. Don't panic! Don't panic! Don't panic! Don't panic! Who do you think you are kidding, Mr Hitler? If you think we're on the right run. Right about now. The old brother. We are the boys who will stop your little game. And that brings this week's edition of the Nothing To Do With Anything show to an end. So until next time, from me, John Dredge, special guest star Greg Haste, producer Richard Cray, costume designer Mary Husband, stunt coordinator Stuart Fell, and the cumulative staff of one here at the Herman Goat Sheep Burgon Dispensing Plant in Frinton, it's... Thank <laughs> you.